Little Heroes Comics is a UK-based charity that creates and distributes comic-making kits to children through hospitals and healthcare organisations across the UK, keeping them far from boredom and closer to creativity. Head to littleheroescomics.co.uk to find out how to donate and to help at this incredible charity today. One of the ways you can help them out and get some amazing all-age comics at the same time is by heading over to fairsparkbooks.co.uk. Nothing is more exciting than creating stories for kids and Fairspark Books bring you a whole host of them in different and exciting formats that are all aimed at encouraging imagination. You can find such titles as How to Make Comics with Springworth, the brand new sci-fi fun-filled magazine The Spark, Hopper, Detective of the Strange, Saffron and so much more. Fairspark Books are partnered with Little Heroes Comics so a portion of the profits go towards their goal each year. Go to fairsparkbooks.co.uk and littleheroescomics.co.uk today to find out more. Little Heroes Comics. Bring a huge smile to comics creativity today. Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your hosts, David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Mike Sadakat, and Tom Stewart. Hey, there we go. Hey, now. Hey, finally. Hey. Got everybody in one place. Well, I can see me. <laughs> I, can, I can see me, that's it. Well, if, you, if you can see you, we're doing well. Yeah. You okay. look good, Dave. Neither of us, none of us. None of you. No. Oh. Okay. Well, I have all of you in the screen. Yeah, I've got you, Dom. Oh, yeah, yeah, all of you, yeah. Got all of you, I can hear all of you. That's good. A novelty. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, go and say something. Mike? <laughs> okay, yeah, I can hear everybody. Right, cool. <laughs> we'll just describe yeah, things the best we can. It's fine. I'm yeah. going to... I've got a colour here. I've been colouring a page all day. So seeing as I can't see you anyway, I'll just carry on doing that and speak to you. Yeah, totally. Okay. Okay. And if we suddenly if we yes. suddenly pop up, then you can have a look at that point. It's fine. All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I enjoyed good, the good. Uh, I enjoyed the uh, appearance on Tony's podcast, Dave. Oh yeah, you listened to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was to, good. Listened I had, to it this I had fun doing that. Yeah. He put it up like... Orlock. Yeah, he put it up like straight away. He did. Um, it was good fun reading those comics again. You know, I love them. Yeah. I haven't read, I haven't watched the podcast yet, but I will. I will listen to it. It's in my list to do. Good. Oh, good. <laughs> just to, you know, I'm not putting... I'm not pressuring you. I'm just... It was something to listen to if you had spare time. No, you'll fucking oh, listen to it. Right? <laughs> That's what I really meant. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, listen to it when it's over. Listen, you. 
dear. You can't see us. You can't see us. <laughs> That's the problem. You can't see what we're doing. I'm pointing at Nando. No, I can't see you. I'm pointing at Nando, right down the barrel of the camera. Listen to that fucking yeah, podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just uh, Nando. Oh, uh, Dave, I was going to pull you off. You all look like Lord Kitchener doing that. <laughs> um, hmm? Dave, I was. You were going to pull off. I was. Uh, yeah, I was going to pull off. Um, right. I, I was. I thought it was going to answer. I was going to. I was. <laughs> I was going to put on my my best um, Ed Piscor impression, but you've not got a camera, so it doesn't matter. Uh. I tried to think <laughs> what I'm missing there. I've totally like I'm 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 going about in the van on my own impersonating Jim Rogg and Ed P- Piscor speaking to myself. It's ridiculous, right. ridiculous. I'm I'm actually starting to lose it because I'm not seeing any customers or anything as well. I'm just seeing the dogs. I'm I'm driving around like <laughs> speaking to myself, giving it like you made Piscor. <laughs> 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 Do you guys listen to the cartoonist Kayfabe, Nando and, and uh, Mike? No, no, no. Yeah. It's good. It's worth a listen. I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who? The, you know who? They, they do are. know their stuff. You know who they are, though. Yeah. Sorry, who? Uh, Ed Piscor. Ed, yes. Yeah, and huh? Jim Rogg. Jim Rogg. No. Piscor. Yes. Right. Rogg. I'm trying to think. What's uh, what's Rug's big title again? It's been right in my head. Street Angel. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but they they're they're of interest because they they t- they do this podcast where they just sit and enthuse about comics and it's good. I like it. But the thing is, uh, Ed especially is a real cartoon character kind of guy. You know, he's a like a hip hop guy with yeah. his uh, with his cap on and. And he does sit and go, yeah, motherfuckers, and all this kind of thing, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, so he, he is funny, but, I mean, you get sort of used to him, uh, and he really does, he knows his stuff, man. Uh, I would recommend giving it a try. He's just, I'm sure I sent links about someone. Yeah. Uh, they love Jack Kirby as well, so, you know, they always seem to we'll dig, all agree on that. They always seem to dig through um, comics journals as well. Yeah, yeah, they do that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wizard more yeah, often they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've um, I've been I've I've been listening to them a lot because I've just been listening to yeah. them nonstop. It's really worth it, guys. Honestly, if you get a chance, because they're on YouTube as well. So they they actually have like a camera that focuses on a comic or or a magazine or whatever, and they'll sit going through it sort of page by page and doing their commentary on it. It's really good. Really, really good. I'll give it a go, but I can't really do it when the kids are here because it no, is no, no. curses. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does have put, a lot of swearing. And then if I put the earphones on, then the, my wife calls for anything and <laughs> can't hear. <laughs> I need to do that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what I need to do. I was going to say, isn't that the point, though? Eh? 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 You want to tell her? You want to have a no, monitor? God, no. <laughs> no, exactly. No. <laughs> Here, um, Dave, if I do this, can you see everybody? Uh, wait a minute, I'll go back to the screen where you are because 
I'm, I'm actually, I actually am colouring. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, got totally. Photoshop open and I'm yeah. colouring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, okay. Yeah, I see, I see uh, all of you. There you go then. Have you opened up your screen to me? Yeah, I've just screen shared. It's, it's going to be easier, isn't it? Then you can see uh, it. All right, I've, I've seen enough of you now, so I'm going to go back to colouring. Ah, yeah, totally. Don't <laughs> Photoshop again. <laughs> Movement's not if, you put some, if you put something I need to see, give me a shout and I'll, and I'll open your screen again. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It's rude, isn't it? <laughs> We've all got the uh, Max Headroom movements. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. really. There we go, I'll stop it. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. That's better. Yep, perfect. That's better. Yeah, I'll only hey, do... did everybody have a nice Easter? <sighs> I had a chocolate dinosaur, yeah. And I've got a chocolate swath to get you to eat soon. Brilliant. I finished chocolate the, dinosaur. I, I finished. Um, I finished Ellerbisms and read some Calvin and Hobbes strips. So yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Nice, nice. Good, good. good. So, um, so uh, <laughs> I've got some good uh, stuff going on here with Zelda. You know, Zelda. Do you remember Zelda? What the game? Yeah, Terrahawks. Oh, Terrahawks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, the legend of Zelda, no. Terahawks Zelda. It's brilliant. Nice. I'm digging this. I didn't. Re- I didn't realize you were doing it full color. Did you say you were doing it full color when we were chatting about it? Uh, don't know. It depends what stage it was at. Have I decided that or not yet? Right. Can't remember when I decided that. <laughs> I was looking at uh, TV. I've got a collection of TV Twenty One Thunderbirds comics. Right, and it's a similar kind of vein. So I kind of was looking at them, and thought this is all painted. So uh, I better do that as well. Yeah, cool. Although the bit that I'm doing just now, I've stuck an advert in it for Terrahawks action figures at the bottom of the pages, uh-huh. and uh, I'm colouring them in Photoshop just to have a sort of different feel to them than than the painted stuff above it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've done it. I've done it so straight ahead. I've not. I've tried to not be clever about it at all. Uh, you know, I've not made any commentary on the program or anything. It's just straight ahead action nonsense thing. Okay. I was watching some episodes of Terry Hawks last week to get a feel for it. Yeah. And at one point, they had. There's a little character. Forgive me. I don't know how much of it you guys remember, but there's little round ball things that are the soldiers. Mm-hmm. Zeroids. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and at one, you, you remember them, Mike? I, yeah. I remember. Remember Vaguely. watching it on the ITV, CITV. Yeah. And they had they had for a, what CITV used to do is they would have a different presenter each week. So they might have like Tommy Boyd on one week or Timmy yeah, Mallon yeah. another week. That's right. Then on, yeah. on one week they had the Terrahawks introduce oh, all the cartoons. And, and That's stuff. good. I like that. Yeah, so it was funny. I vaguely remember what it was you were meaning, though, but I remember the, uh, yeah. they had, like, the hero and then the villains, the, the heroes and the villains. The villains were sort of, like, all shriveled, sort of. That's uh, right. Yeah, and they had, I think they had them introducing stuff as well, like. Zelda, it, yeah. t- T-shirt or tea bags and those sort of programs. Right, okay. Yeah. I, I do remember the Terrahawks, but. I couldn't name a single character. I need to remind myself about them. 
Well, when I watched watched it last week, it was um, they had they had a section and the the soldier guy, uh, General Zero, <laughs> he's uh, <coughs> somebody goes um, somebody goes General General Zero is able to uh, increase his mass to that of a black hole. Right. <laughs> it's called Zero then. So, uh, so Gendo Zero, Gendo Zero has to increase his mass and then fly towards something and then smash it to pieces, right? And she actually said he can increase his mass to that of a black hole. And I thought, that's so ridiculous. You know, if he did that, the entire universe would be sucked into it. You know? And I thought, I'm definitely using that. So I wrote that into my comic. General Zero goes, I have to increase my mass to that of a black hole. <laughs> so that's the take on it I'm having. I'm just taking it like it's serious as anything. Nice. Totally. Yeah, there's no problem. Yeah, exactly. Absolute yep. science. It's science. It is science. science. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the, uh, that, that's the, the con- sort of conclusion of this chapter. Because the way I've done it as well, it, it, it's like a, it's like this is two pages from a magazine because I'm going to have the date at the top, TV25, uh, August 8, 1985 or something. Yeah. Like like I've found this from 1985 <laughs> and then it'll have to be continued or whatever, you know. So there's only one thing left to do. I have to increase my mass to that of a black hole <laughs> and then he's flying out the spaceship and he's shouting and fire myself into that evil spacecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And then, and then it'll be continued continued next week. It says after that. So I'm really I'm getting into it. Good. It's the Jerry it. Anderson series. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Anderson. It's my favourite Jerry Anderson show. Nice. That's good. Though, Thanks, man. guys. You've been. Uh, That's what I've been up to. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been making stuff like mad at the minute, though, haven't you? Just getting on with it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm like, I've got time now. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, Tony said it yesterday. He was like, how are you getting on? And I says, yeah, there are there are positives to not having to leave my house and go to some other building for 10 hours and instead <laughs> stay in and make comics all day. You know, there are some positives to that. <laughs> it just depends, uh, you know, how you want to do it, doesn't it? Have you folks actually been getting a chance to sit down and read some stuff or has sort of working yeah at sometimes yeah 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 well yeah, uh, I, I, time I like to sit outside and read something yeah mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> I'm reading I'm reading just now because I finished a star brand reading oh, that good. I'm reading now see if we can the ones that can see the video can get that if you, you can... might get in there what is that, Nando? The, hand, the hands of Shang-Chi. No. Master of Kung Fu. Doug Munch and Mike Sek. That's a volume three. That's the Omnibus three. And it's just beautiful. Yeah. Is that hardback? Hardback, yeah, yeah. Right. The hardback is like about 700 pages. Oof. <laughs> it's oh, it's just fantastic. Oh. fantastic. And they kept the, in the which I like a lot in this edition. 
they kept the letters from the readers oh, on every a, single issue. It's a facsimile. Yeah, that's it? good. So you can, yes, yeah, so you can read the letters and the fans at that time, what they were saying. Oh. Funnily enough, there's someone there uh, has popped out a few times, someone called Kurt Busiek. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Because uh, I was reading the letters, and Kurt Busiek again, look at him. He's there, so yeah, yeah. Has a, he appears in few of the letters to the to the to the comic at that time, friend, the seventies. Friend of the podcast, Kurt Music. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, very good. But enjoying this very much. So I'm enjoying this very much. That's what I'm reading just now. Um, and I have, I have few wrong Space Night. Marvel comics, classic ones, come in. I bought a few of them in eBay nice. last weekend. So, so what kind of numbers have you got there, Nando? What numbers? Uh, uh, I mean, roughly. I have. I already have number one. Yes. Seventeen and eighteen, which it has uh -huh. the X. Number twenty-five as well, and now I'm getting. Uh, 24, uh, 18, 19, number 50, annual number two. That's the ones I can't remember just now. But there's a few of the comments. So, yeah. So, that's going to be that's nice good. to sit down and reread everything again. Nice. Yeah. And I have also Incredible Hulk uh, with uh, Sal Buscema. And the UFOs. Oh, yeah. Two That's issues. He's um, fighting the UFOs there. Those two issues, I remember when I was a kid, a friend from school has them, and I read them many times. <laughs> so I managed to get them at a good price, actually. So, yeah, very happy with is that. that. Is, that the, is that the story that opens with the Hulk in the desert, and he's looking at the stars, and he, and he says something like, I have to reach the stars or something, and he keeps trying to jump up to reach them and falling back down again. Is that the one? <laughs> it's I like an if I remember, if I go back in time like 30 years ago, <laughs> the one I remember is one of the UFOs uh, creates the void and it's pushing everything. And I mean, everything literally. That's right. You can see every, it's that episode during the fight, so it, it must be that one then, yes. I think yeah. there was there was two different UFO stories, if I remember correctly. So it'll be dependent yes. on which one. It's not it the is. first. It's not the first appearance. Right. It's not the first appearance of the UFOs. It's the second time they appear, and it's two issues together. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. So yeah, that's you good. did well. So they are coming. They are coming. Nice. Well, they're not here yet. Oh no, they're on they're on the way. Is that um, oh, okay. is that eBay finds? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. Nice. The, the Incredible Hulk actually the seller contacted me and he gave me oh. an offer. Is this uh, is this the same well, guy? Is this the same guy from the was it the Joe Kubert stuff that you got before? Uh, no. No. Someone else. Ah. In eBay, I, I always watch quite a lot of items. Right. And I just do searches and just look and... So, no, that's someone else. Ah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man of the people, Mr. Um, Pons. <laughs> no, well, they, they make an offer. I negotiate. They accept the fight. <laughs> it's not the first time. The first time I go Indiana Jones number one and two, and I got them for a very good reason. And it was the seller who contacted me. So we we, we agree uh, on something. And, uh, that's yeah, a good. Uh, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ted Hawk's page two color. Oh, you you under that? I, I'm still coloring while I'm listening to you. Because <laughs> I still can't see it. What's on here? No, it's still just a, fo- a frozen picture of you, Tom, and, and uh, Mike's bird well, in the letters it? FP. That's it. Well, Andrew, seeing how you said you'd, uh, you had some stuff coming, uh, I, had, yep. I had some stuff arrive sort of just just on the cusp before, uh, bef- before lockdown and everything. Uh I actually got it off of uh, a couple of Amazon vouchers. Um, I had a guy, what was, what was his name? Guy Delisle, uh, Pyongyang, yeah. a journey in North Korea. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, all, of these, all of these I actually got only for a couple of quid, so it was quite chuffed. Um, also got Box Brown, Tetris, from Self Made Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I've seen yeah. the advert for that one. Yeah, yeah, it does the same guy. It does like Andre the Giant and cannabis and stuff like that. And one that I think one that I think Mike has actually got uh, from. Wait a minute, it's another self-made hero one actually from uh, Matt Fitch, uh, Chris Baker, and Mike Collins. It's Apollo. Ah, yeah. That's on my reading list for the lockdown. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've not read it yet, but I got one of the writers to uh, sign it for me. Right, okay. Oh, yeah, you got it at Dunfermline, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a year ago, that. I was tidying up and I saw oh. the wee brochure that we got for Dunfermline. So I popped that, popped that upstairs. Because that, that was when I got Elorbisms. Was it Dunfermline? Here's me thinking, oh, it's only been a few months. A year. Oh, God. Yeah, we, we went on a wee uh, expedition to Edinburgh after that. Oh, my God. Yeah, we did, actually. Uh, no, 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 that was Glenrothes. What was it? Yeah. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Dunfermline was pretty big, yeah. Yeah, Dunfermline was the one that uh, uh, David was actually tabling at with John. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. You were next to that guy that yeah. was doing all the, the movie stuff, all the sketches and stuff like Clint Eastwood and all that kind of jazz. I, I, my, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got that. I read that book um, last year. Nice. Yeah, you see, I, I really liked the Dunfermline Comic Con. Yeah, they. they uh, were, I thought that was better than most of the other ones I've been to. I think they they put a lot of effort into that. Yeah, they actually they decided to take a, a year off, so probably just mm. as well that they did, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, so it was it wasn't related to the. No. To no, this. no. 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 They decided uh, sort of tail end of last year that they were going to take a year off. They weren't going to bother putting it 
because they ended up, although it was a, a big success and there was loads of people there and stuff, like cons, like for the actual organisers, they don't really turn a profit unless you're something like an MCM or a Thought Bubble or something, you know what I mean? They usually end up losing money. So they, they decided to take a year off. I mean, they're only a wee shop. There's only three of them that were organising it, you know what I mean? So. Did, any of you, did any of you guys get to go to the Dundee one? I remember there was a recent Dundee one yeah. at the the Caird Hall. Uh, they were all cancelled. Were they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Decon, the one at the Caird Hall, uh, all cancelled. Uh, yeah, have you been uh, have you been reading anything just now, Mike? Uh, well, I, I, I've been I've actually been storming my way through Dracula for for a fair bit of time, and now I've managed to get some time to read it. I'm I'm like two thirds of the way now because it is a really for me, it's a fairly difficult novel to, to read from start to finish. Right. It's not quite the way you'd imagine it if you've never read it before. Yeah. It's not like pure story as it goes on. You're reading journal and diary extracts done in chronological order. Yeah. And I've read the point where they're instructing uh, each other to compose all the notes so that they can later read them. So you're reading what they've done. But I've got my... Uh, um, remember the other day when I was showing you the pile of graphic novels I've, I've read? I've got them with me uh, oh, nice. still. Uh, well, what I'll do is I'll, I'll put the lights on because uh, <laughs> it's starting to get dark. All right. It's getting a wee bit dark, so yeah. I'll, put, I'll put the light on first. Well, whilst, uh, whilst Mike's turning on the lights, I'll just quickly say that I, uh, I reread The Sculptor, Scott McLeod. Yeah, did you mention that? Uh, yeah. I did reread it. Um, it didn't affect me. As... You... What was that? <clears throat> how do you feel now that you've reread it? Um, do you have a look on it? I, de I definitely have a different look on it. Um, but I, I still love it. I still really, really love it. I still think the story's great. I still think it hits all the emotional beats that it did. It, it wasn't as hard, but then it was probably because I knew what was coming, whereas I didn't know the last time. Um, but I definitely got swept up in it the first time. See, see, reading it this time around, I was kind of going, ah, you can kind of tell a lot of the stuff that's coming if you, like, if you really, if you were really looking at this, like in depth from the get go, if you were really studying it, like the way McLeod actually sets up a lot of the panels and the way he, he sets up a lot of the shots and works his characters and the way the dialogue comes in and stuff. He really sets up what's going to happen later on, um, like way, way, way right back at the start. I mean, he's really, he, he's really setting everything up to to happen, yeah. setting up, kind of setting up those dominoes to fall from the get go, and just one by one they start going down as it as it sort of counts down near the end. You kind of see it all coming. It's very predictable. Uh, I can see people's points on it just being aimed at the kind of sort of the New York Times best bestsellers list and the Guardian's top graphic novels for people to read and stuff like that. I can I can get why people say that about it. But I still enjoy it. I still love it. I still think it looks amazing and I still think it's a very emotional story right the way through. I think if you if you read that and came away with it saying, Oh, it's formulaic and it, it looks just a uh, what was it somebody said? Somebody said it looks a uh, like your most basic 
bare bones comic, and no, I mean McLeod really knows what he's doing. He can play. He can play a. A, a shot and really detail it out and stuff. I mean, the everything in it is well thought out, right down to the people that pass him on the street and everything. It's it's incredible. I do. I, I think it's a really a massive feat for him to do. Um, it's an incredible piece. I still absolutely adore it. But yeah, I definitely saw it with a different eye this time, big time. It just shows what age can do to a piece. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I read it. Um... I really liked it. I remember, and emotionally, there was a yeah, it was it's a really emotional uh, story. And but I remember as well is as you were mentioning, technically, it's really good. The ways the panels are set, the motion, all the bits, yeah. graphically, works really well, really clean, um, and and it's just amazing. It's yeah. really really good, and also the. Is the amount of pages because it's a really big book. Yeah, it's, it's huge. a lot of work. So the tonification as well, and how because it doesn't rush it through, the speed doesn't change. It's very steady as you're going along, and to have that is just it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful book. I mean, how anybody, it's a beautiful. Yeah, how anybody can look at bits like that and say that oh, it's. It's just so rudimentary and, and plain and boring. I mean, come on, look at the amount of detail that is in that scene. Unbelievable. All those people staring at him. <laughs> and in one single little panel at the top, you know. It's 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 incredible. It's an incredible piece. It's pretty detailed, that. Yeah. And it's it's consistent throughout as well. It doesn't drop. At any point, it doesn't. No. It doesn't suddenly go. Uh, you can see what pages he he just couldn't be bothered on. No, he, he keeps the he keeps a consistent style throughout and keeps the the quality high. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And it's nice that it's uh, it's almost like it's all, like the way it's done. It's almost like it's done in, all done in in a way, kind of like it's done in blue pencil, just with the way it looks. Yes. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, I really like it. Really. Yeah, still glad. Still glad it's on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. It should be for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. It should be there for you. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one to keep. Yeah, definitely. Right, sorry, Mike. We were waiting for the, the lights okay. to go on. <clears throat> ah, sorry. Right. I uh, probably you won't hear this from anyone else, but I had to. I had to extract the blind wire from a metal bird's wing. Oh, right. So, uh, okay. That's why I was a little bit longer than you would expect otherwise. <laughs> I, I don't think you would hear that excuse from anyone else, and it is true. Yeah, I, I, was, I wouldn't expect anything less from you, Mike, to be honest. <laughs> it's okay, the bird's wing's fine. Um... Uh, now, this is, uh, I believe, one of my thought bubble captures. Uh, Chris Geary's, is it Cora, The Complete Adventures, Ashcan? Um, David, oh. are you able to see? No, I think I think Tom has to switch his uh, screen to someone else before I can see. There you go. All right, there we go, yep, Cora. It's, um, it's more like a, a taster of the greater story. And there's no uh, no dialogue in this 
so it's um it's a lady who's been stranded on the, on an island and she meets some uh, rather primal hunters and then there's a wee bit of a wee bit of a shocker towards the end but i uh I won't elaborate on it just in case anyone wants to have a, a wee look. But it was an interesting one. The other, another one I got, which I believe is also another thought bubble capture, is. Uh, so I'll just hold it up. Well, if you say it out as well so that Dave knows what you're. Yeah, I'm, I'm composing myself because when it comes for me reading what I see, it's, uh, it's <laughs> not as fast as other folk. <laughs> the uh, derivative sub manga furry treasure hunters. <laughs> so it's uh, it's like Dungeons and Dragons, but with uh, humorous-looking uh, cartoon characters. So I'll see if I can get the, the list of what they are. So one of them is a sorcerer, and he's a rabbit. Another one's a thief, and he's a fox. The mouse is the fighter, and the sheep is the priest. <laughs> so. Uh, they they have uh, combined uh, adventures and I, I think um uh let's see what's his what's his name David Goodman um he he placed these guys on uh, on uh, I think it was on a website and then afterward he had it combined into the the, the one novel it's pretty fun I mean I like I like the art I like some of the ideas ah. But the one I've got next needs no introduction. Hey. Hey. Bell time. Yes. I read Bell time <laughs> when I was oh. ill. I oh, was oh, ill oh, when oh, I was reading it. Right? After you read it, yeah. Oh, is yeah. Robertson, yeah? Oh, by, yeah. Bell time by David Robertson. I think I know the guy. <laughs> oh, it was it was brilliant. See, the I was telling Tom earlier that the funniest bit was, uh, and and I understand this coming from a comprehensive high school, because this actually did happen a lot of the time. There was a funny bit where he's trying to realise what has happened to him, and he needs to think, and he goes in the office and he says, "I'll stay in the office until someone something happens to make me leave." Yeah. And, then, and then a chair gets thrown in the window and he thinks uh, right I think that was it <laughs> <laughs> even that is like I'm not going to get a better sign than that to go out and do something and he just stays there <laughs> until a minute after well, that was hilarious because some of it reminded me of my own, uh, some of some of the other, uh, uh, shall I say, animals of uh, <laughs> school <laughs> when I was around. Well, I, I enjoy it. it. Cheered me up when I was lying there on the couch. Oh, I've got to hear it. Oh yeah, it was it was brilliant. I loved that sense of humour. Um, another one I read while I was. Uh, while I was one of the uh, walking wounded, was Follow Me In by uh, Katrina Chapman. It's uh, one Tom has read before and he's mentioned before, and we, uh, we gave it a wee review. I, I read it from start to finish this time, and I loved the art, loved the idea. Um, when, when I uh, looked at this first time, when you guys had it out on the, uh, on the table, 
I just like flicked uh, through a few pages. So when I read it from start to finish, I didn't realize that this is all actually based on uh, Katrina's real life experiences. And um, I didn't know about things like the, uh, uh, that the alcohol was uh, an issue with her, her partner and all that. And, and uh, there were like money issues and all that. So but I loved it how you had bits of the story which were uh, intersected by bits of uh, education, like telling you all about the actual area that they stayed in. And the, the colours, the use of colours was brilliant. So I, I really enjoyed reading that. She's, and um, she sang for me as well. I think this was uh, another thought bubble uh, capture. She's got, a, she's got a new one coming uh, very soon. Um, no, I look forward to seeing it. Uh, wait a minute, there was a, a picture that she put up the other day, just like a, a panel from it. And it just, it looked, it looked amazing. Um, wait a minute. You see that? Yeah. Just incredible. That I looks, love the carpet. Yeah. Do you know what? It reminded me of the old Odeon. Oh, the big one. The one up at uh, the stack. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Just what? Yeah, now I've got yeah. Yeah. That she uh, yeah. So she's working on. She's working on something else at the minute. I remember when that cinema opened, we were like, wow, six screens. <laughs> I'm going to say it once more. Yeah, it was! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was, this was uh, your gift, Tom, that you gave me a, yep. um, a few months ago, the Marvel Secret Wars. I think I got this with the, uh, was it with the Indiana Jones chewing gum? Yeah, you did, yeah. I flicked through the cards again because oh, uh, they were playing Raiders of the Lost Ark a wee while back. So, uh, in fact, a few days ago. So yeah, I went it was on Sunday, and wasn't it? Flicked through the cards again, but uh, yeah, the um, this was brilliant. I loved it. The only thing is, though, I have to I have to like um, remind myself about everything, everything to do with Secret Wars. <laughs> but enjoyed it thoroughly. Good. And it, it's like heads and tails above the, uh, the the newer Secret Wars where we looked through it and we saw that half the pictures were the same and recycled. This stuff's original. I still and I believe this is one from Nando. Yes. Yay. Again, it was like brilliant. It's like it's the first first issue. So I'm uh, I'm going to hunt myself the, um, the 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 rest of it. It's like the um, explaining to you about the um, the deviants and the elementals and and the eternals and all that and the differences between them all and then ah the big things whose name I've forgotten celestials celestials later on this year Mike if you like that later on this year uh, if everything goes well depends on the pandemic uh, Marvel publishing uh a book, a trade paperback with all the Eternals comics. Uh -huh. At least one or two volumes, uh, the Jack Kirby stuff uh -huh. has been reprinted and well overdue. So yeah, that'll be, that's number one. That'll be there and it's Jack uh -huh. Kirby. Really, really good stuff. Or Jack yeah. Kirby artwork. Yeah, it's, oh. it's fantastic. She's incredible. Look at this. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Yeah, it's really good. 
really, really good. Um, next, next one on my list is the uh, second volume of Goblins, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. It's uh, Sloth Comics. And uh, the Goblins, they do have different characters. And there's uh, a little explanation in this one as to why a lot of these Goblin characters die and they're back again like Tom and Jerry, completely unaffected. That was brilliant. Um, uh, I think I think Nando and David might remember a cartoon series called Once Upon a Time. It was an uh, educational cartoon. Yes. yes. Yeah, and uh, you remember one of the characters, uh, the Sage, he was like a, a beard with a carrot for a nose. Yes. Yes, well, he makes an appearance in this. Trying to, trying to get the page that he was in. Here we are. I don't know if you'll be able to see this. Ah, yes, I can see him just there. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so many people will spot that. Once upon a time, it looks like that. Yeah, it looks yeah. like him. Yeah, and I really enjoyed the first one, and this is brilliant. It keeps up the same high standards. And I'm hoping they've got a third one, and it's like the same sort of thing. Absolutely brilliant. Love the artwork, love the story, love the humour. I say story, well, some of them are, like, continued and other ones are, like, standalone pages yeah. with a punchline at the end. So you have things like Ninja Goblin and Engineer Goblin, the Goblin Leader. And my favourite is um, Goblin Hood, who's like a Robin Hood character who always ends up um, uh, losing more than, he, more than he manages to steal, especially with the same merchant. And uh, last book on my pile was uh, also from uh, Thought Bubble. It's called Kai and the Monkey King. It's not a full-on graphic novel. It's more like um, uh, sort of uh, flying eye books. Uh, I think Tom knows the name of the full company. It's uh, the kids' version. Ah, it's the uh, it's flying eyes like the imprint of Nobrow. They're the ones who do all like the hands. They, they all do, like, the, the Hilda books and Hecate and stuff like that. Yeah. You see the similarity in the style and the colours and the ideas. Who is it that does that again? It's a guy, isn't it? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Joe Todd Stanton. Yeah. That's, that's my wee pile. Cool. Dave, have you... Uh, I never actually asked what you've been reading. Yeah, I dug a because um, I, di I didn't know if we were going to be audio or or video. I didn't I didn't dig anything out to show. That's all right. Uh, but but I've done it now while you've been talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> because although I'm still not video, I'm only audio. I think you guys can see me. Yes. Yeah. So 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 I'll I'll just hold things up that I've been reading. Yeah. 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 Totally. Okay, oh, just, so, just so as, here's a... Uh, just as long as you say what they are as well. Commandy. Yeah, Commandy. <laughs> so Commandy issue, I got one off eBay. Um, Commandy number 23. And it's got the it's got the big killer whale on the front saying, die bungling that, you cost me a victory. It's shouting <laughs> that at Commandy. <laughs> that was a really great issue. Um, it was absolutely bonkers. Well, well, you might have read it, Nando, in your collection. Yeah, 
Yes, I've read it. It's, it's good, isn't it? It's a, absolutely bonkers. It's, it's... And this is kind of the... Uh, there's a big storyline, and then this big killer whale at the end comes bashing through the sea, and then he's shouting at Commandy, and then Commandy's like, yeah, well, you know, it was your fault anyway, or something like that, and then the whale gets all depressed and just swims away. <laughs> it's like, where does this come from? You know, it's it's the, the, the mind of Kirby. So I enjoyed that. Um, and then uh, I'd read, I've got some books here, I'd read Pat Mill's book, Be Pure, Be Vigilant, Behave, oh, The nice. History of 2000 AD. Mm. That, that was a good read. That was very entertaining. Nice. Uh, good you know, one, yeah. Yeah. You know Pat Mills, you know, he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. he's got no no time for, for anybody, you know. And uh, Well, the thing on the back, it says, through a minefield of imbeciles and chimps. So that gives you, <laughs> that, that's his starting line there for what he thinks about everybody, you know. At least I got mentioned. <laughs> And it starts off in, uh, what's the first line? The story probably begins a few months earlier on a bus going up the Lockheed Road in Dundee. <laughs> so that's how it starts. That's after the wee introduction bit. So yeah, because he, he was at DC Thompson's and things. So that's worth a read. Did you read this, Tom? Or yeah, did I actually listen? Did you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to the audiobook because I'm such a slow reader. I just I, I, I get pro stuff um, on Audible. Uh, mm. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. That actually, that yeah, it was. Yeah, that actually inspired me to start writing something. I don't know why. It's just something about it. I think it might be the way he oh, speaks about good. writing stuff for right, when he was starting off. Um, just the way he kind of describes uh, starting writing. It just kind of sparked something out, get going and write anything, you know what I mean? That's good if it's inspiring, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I heard somebody say that uh, the audio of it, it's him reading it, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. I think. And they were saying the way he reads it really makes it great, you know. It's better to listen to it than read it, they'd said. Um, yeah, yeah, he... he... Do you know, he does a good job of kind of emphasising certain bits, and when he gets angry about something, you can hear him getting like pent up. Yeah, he actually has to stop yeah. himself. There's a couple of times I think you, if you've read it, there's a couple of times he says stuff and then goes, "Oh, but I digress," or "Oh, but that's you know that's neither, neither here <laughs> nor there," and then he he goes on to something else, and it's that thing you can hear it building up as he's doing the audio, and he's getting you know he's just getting angry and angry, and then he's like, oh, you know, I digress." <laughs> Yeah, he did the stop, yeah. All right, so here's... Next I've got... I bought an issue of The the Hulk, another back issue of The Hulk. Nice. Um, 161, this one with The Beast in it. The Beast's kind of jumped on his back there. Uh, Herb Trimp. This was really good, actually. I enjoyed this. Just a bit of a, an eBay purchase... <clears throat> felt like felt like treating myself. Yeah. yeah. Who was the creative team on that? Did you say? <clears throat> Herb Trump. Oh yeah. Drawing it. I think it's Steve Steve Engelhardt. I think wrote it. Yeah, that's right. Steve Engelhardt. 
and uh, he's in Canada. So it opens with the mounties. The mounties are up there in the, in the forest, you know. And then here comes the Hulk. Guns make him mad. <laughs> you know, all the usual stuff. So that was good. What else? <laughs> Uh, I read. I got. I got Anthony Daniels' book for Christmas. <laughs> I am C three PO. Oh, look! Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Good for a Star Wars fan. Enjoyed that. Then, Atomic Hercules. Oh hey! The mental Atomic Hercules. That has to be read to be believed. Do you know this one? Can you see that? Don't know. I'm holding mine up as well, Dave. All right, good. Double trouble. Is that okay? That looks good. And it, it's very, it's very violent. It's very stupid. It's very enjoyable. Very good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. That's. Uh, and there's a second one coming. Yeah, yeah. Tony. Tony Esmond and Adam Falk did that one. Yep. Atomic Hercules. That looks, that looks quite, what they say, quite stupid, but yeah, it looks good, though. <laughs> I think you it's could, that kind of stupid humour, deliberately stupid. It's, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks good. <laughs> I think you would enjoy it, Nando, even though it's, it's really over the top and... Uh, Oh, I like very in your face. It's really I like good. That. I like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've got another book here. <laughs> My the Star Trek fan in me. I got Scotty's book. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. Jimmy Doon's life story. So I've been reading that, that as well. Well, I finished it now. That was good. It's not a comics thing, but there you go. But still. <clears throat> Well, it's the comics uh, of Star Trek, so it is kind of, in a way. Yeah, I've been, I've been, um, you know, my uh, my emails, what a series, guys, kind of photos we've been sending. Yep. I did a Star Trek one the other day, <clears throat> so that that um, that actually put me in the mood for more Star Trek comics. So I went looking for, to see what adaptations of the movies, and I, I saw the adaptation for Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home for ninety nine pence on eBay. It's got a Hubbard Chagin cover. So I, yeah, I bought that. Nice. So that'll be coming anytime. <laughs> that brings me good memories uh, of when I went to the cinema to see that in the Seagate cinema. Ah, yeah. Oh, did you? And, uh, and uh, one of the most famous characters is affectionately called Punk on a Bus. The guy yeah. Mr. Spock knocks out. And I that's thought right. that that's probably the highlight of that guy's career. And I looked him up, <laughs> and he's actually one of the, the, the biggest names in uh, special effects. Mm. Really, yeah, really yeah. high up. But still, punk on a bus, you can't beat that. Nope. No, There's can't. something about that song as well. That song that the, was playing on the, on the, uh, on the boombox, on the bus... Remember, I did read something about that. It was somebody wrote that, that works for them or something. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it's a good scene. I say, I hate you. <laughs> and Spock 
Spock, Spock just goes like boop, puts up asleep, and they're they're all like that on the bus. Eh? <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, next up is uh, a Kyle Baker one that I got. Ooh. Important literary journal. It's called. No, you'll not see that. There you go. Ah. Important literary journal. There he is. You see that? Hey, Self-portrait hey. of him there. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Baker, brilliant, you know, love it. So this is like a collection of different uh, one-page cartoons and things. Uh, yeah, there's a good one, eh? Guy's hanging himself. So it's just full of different stuff. Nice. It's a great wee book. Yeah, it's kind of self-published thing he's done. You just get it on uh, Amazon. He's doing a lot of animation now, isn't he? Not sure what he's up to. Is that what he's doing to make money now? Yeah, I think so. I think he's doing a lot of animation now. Right. Published by Quality Jollity. <laughs> That's always his thing. Uh, and then I started on one of our... Well, one of my intention fails from a previous uh, discussion. Ah, so nice. I've started on Whatever Happened. Whatever, I've, I've read the first chapter of Whatever Happened to the World of Tomorrow. And it's really yeah. good so far. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that, that's my wee pile there. Who 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 did who did that again? That's Brian Fies or Fies F I E S. Whatever happened to the world of tomorrow? Yeah, it's really good. Would recommend so far. <laughs> ten out of ten would recommend. Yeah. It, could go wrong, but it's good so far. <laughs> this is odd. I, I mean, I can't see any of you guys. No, I, I was just thinking that actually you're you're doing all that on on the good faith that we're actually paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're just saying yes in the right places. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, right, okay. yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, great. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone remember that scene of punk on a bus? <laughs> I mean, right now, right now, Mike's got his pants off. He's just, you know, he's just swinging. Well, I would just expect that anyway. You know, that's. that's <laughs> you can all see the the tire I've got on a chain suspended on the ceiling. That's my normal seat. <laughs> got Godzilla, Gojora. <laughs> <laughs> I like having these wee characters sitting with me. It's quite good. Uh, <laughs> is this working for the audio podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is with your description. <laughs> mm. um, I have got to. I have got to ask because I don't think I. Well, we emailed about it, but. I have got to ask, um, what's uh, everybody's take on uh, the old diamond distribution? Well, (laughs) (laughs) pretty much what I said to you, well, I said to everyone in the email, um, to be honest, (laughs) the take on that, I mean, a lot of stuff has been posted about it afterwards and new developments have happened but at the end of the day they left many comic book shops on their own devices they own 
money to publishers from the advances and things like that. They put uh, members, employees on furlough now recently. I just read uh, just a couple of days ago. So it's kind of what you said, if someone else comes in and takes the opportunity to create a new way to distribute the comics for comic stores when things are back to normal, then so be it. But at the moment, they have the monopoly of it. Yeah. But their reaction was a slow. Um, they were saying, oh, yeah, we're working, we're doing this, we're doing the next thing. We're doing. But no one, no one got anything, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, and the reaction was low. The announcements were slow. And it's been disappointing, to be honest. It's been disappointing. There's been um, there's been a, a further development that um, they're saying that you know they're definitely not got any plans to get anything out um, before it was either June or July. I think I want to say it's June, um, which yeah. means that just puts everything up shit creek for me even though to be fair when they first announced it they, they said that they didn't really know when they were going to be doing anything with it you know but they've actually properly announced that they, didn't, they don't have any any plans to do anything before june or july but that means uh, about three months for comic book shops yeah to get comic new yep. comics yeah three months you yep. know and you know, what happened with the money is that they're paying, etc. Because the comic book shop are paying a lot of money to Diamond to get these things right and to get these alleged services. And, you know, and... Yeah. I mean, kudos to the independents, as I said, that some of them are trying to do self-publishing, some of them are trying to do digital. Um, kudos to them. Um, and forget about Diamond. And... <laughs> Second-hand market, again, is one of the things I mentioned in the email that I think it'll go up in the next few months yep. uh, in different platforms, whether that's something, you know, buying via eBay, Amazon, whatever you want to call whatever platform you are using, then, yeah, um, I think that's something that we'll be using for a while because... It's, it's, at the moment, there's not any light at the end of the tunnel. No, there's not. And it's... It's, oh, it's just becoming a bit frustrating. I know new comics didn't really affect um, myself or, or, or your usual... I don't know. See, people that are, are used to buying trades or buying second-hand or something like that, the, the whole fact of getting new comics distributed in didn't really affect them directly, but it was keeping those stores in which they bought second-hand and bought trades and everything in business. You know what I mean? And for them to then, cut, for them to then cut that business is just... It's just insanity. Uh, like, how do they expect these places to survive... Well, they don't. Do you know what? The long and short of it is, they don't give a shit. They really don't care. Well, it's not only that. It's also creators and writers and artists that are working in comics for major companies. And now, yeah, they are being told, yeah, keep going working. But so, for how long will 
Marvel, DC, or other publishers will be paying these authors and these creators while they are working, but comics are not published. Well, and no income generated from those comics yeah. because they're not being published yet. I know it's you know? Um, I know it's it's a lot of hearsay and and rumors and whatnot, but there is there is rumors that Marvel and DC have said to people, stop stop drawing, stop doing yeah. stuff. Um. I'm assuming they're just doing that on the titles that they know aren't going to go anywhere, or there may be new ones or something like that that we're thinking about launching that they're just not going to bother with. But it's just sad that they're, they're turning around to these artists that have been put on these titles, and now they're just saying, don't work. You know I mean? <laughs> and they're not being paid for it. They're not being paid for what work. they've already done. And the problem is because they are contracted as work for hire, they are they employees? Yeah. They are not employees. So they won't get something something like the furlough or anything like that, no. a scheme. No. If they don't if they cannot write or draw and sell their work, they don't get any money. Yeah, exactly. They don't get any money. And tough. So yeah, that's the that's the sad thing of it. So if someone comes out and oh own or the big companies, they agree to do something together, then go ahead. But the situation at the moment is really difficult. It's just horrible. <laughs> it's a horrible thing to think about. And uh, God knows what's going to happen with, on, a, on, a, on a very insular on a very insular level for us. God knows what's going to happen with uh, that big dog books. Well, I don't think they're going to happen. No. They keep saying that they're... I'm hopeful that they will, but it will be delayed. Yeah, well, so I'm keeping hope that they'll open eventually. At, at the start, they said they were just pushing it back to, I think it was July or something like that. Uh, they were they were hoping to open in June, but they're going to move it back to July. But with this coming up as well, I just I don't see it. Because their main, their main building is going to be suffering because of this in Perth. So I just, I don't see how that happened. I don't see how they how they start it. Well, they might because I think a big part of their thing is the role playing stuff. Mm. Oh, so I yeah, don't know, yeah, yeah, maybe. True. And uh, and also, I think the comics is a bit of what they do. Yeah, yeah. So I I noticed that when I went to the shop in Perth um, about a month and a half ago, there was one row of comics, and then there was a row of graphic novels, and then to the other side of the wall, there was all games, and in the middle. There were tables for people to play the games, and by the till there was actually food. I did buy a roll when I was there, <laughs> but there, I would say I would say that. What was the roll, Mike? It, it was uh, what was it? It was like three or four varieties of cheese. <laughs> oh, okay. Very nice. Maybe a vault. Yeah. But by uh, first first impressions, comics aren't the the biggest thing they'll be selling. No. So there is. No, no it wasn't. Oh. oh. And when you see some of the games, I mean, I, I know in some of the other shops, they, they are very expensive. So I'd say likely they probably will make more money out of the games than they will with comics. Well, the thing is, they, I think Diamond are still they're still <clears> distributing <throat> their, their game uh, wing of the company or something like that. I can't remember. That, that, that side of the business is still operating, apparently, where they're mm. distributing games and everything. So that's still going. So literally, wow. they're, they're literally just leaving comics in the lurch. 
<laughs> but what you have to remember is role games, you need people. The, the major thing about role games and board games and things like that is people coming together and play. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's to do. Even if the distributors are still distributing the game, even if it's possible to buy, at the moment, you cannot meet people and play. You cannot sit together at the table and roll that's the true. dice. If it's, if it's, if, if it's, it's going to happen, it's not going to happen as... for the future, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to be negative, but I'm just trying to look at what's going to happen. I don't know. It's, it's all, I was talking to my wife earlier on about it and, oh, how are we going to come back to normal? How is this going to happen? How are they going to control this, you know, uh, scale down, lockdown, whatever? And I said, well, God knows. Yeah. We don't know because we've never been before in something like this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, so it's yeah. you can only go with the flow and, and, and try to do your best, but unfortunately, many businesses are are going to disappear. Yeah, 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 and, and not just in this country, everywhere, everywhere. Only the strongest, only the strongest bookshops or comic book sellers that perhaps have a big catalog and a good presence online. They might be able to survive and take it along, you know, selling stuff in eBay and Amazon and other platforms. They might be able to, you know, just to keep going. But big places, it's, it's, I mean, Forbidden Planet is open for orders online. They don't get any new stock, but all the stuff that they have, they're still selling online. Although the shops are shut. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, only the strongest ones will survive. I, d- I don't know how the one in Glasgow is going to do, because I mean that's just that's just opened. It's it's a big investment. It's a big premises. It's fantastic. If you haven't been, guys, you have to go because it's great. I was there just just a well, essentially two weeks or a week before the lockdown. Um, so yeah, that was a really good, really nice visit in the place. Um, and they have lots of a stock. Is, is it the same size as that comic shop that's near the Duke of Wellington statue? Remember, there was one with the uh, the big, the big uh, loads of T-shirts, bigger. and it's bigger it's, than that. It's bigger. Uh, it's huge. It's, it's across a couple of levels. Yes, ah. it's bigger. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really big building, and they have. Tons and tons of stuff in it. So yeah, uh. but yeah, again, this that this is gonna hit them really hard. Um, so yeah, it's uh, like any other business. It's, it's it's a difficult one, very difficult. <sighs> anyway, it'll be okay. Everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Keep calm, carry on, and read yeah, more. Something will happen. Yeah. And read more. That's what we need to do. We yeah. need to read more comics. Yeah, man. We need to I'm get trying, more. I'm trying not to think of that famous quote from Officer Fraser from uh, Dad's Army. What's that? <clears throat> We're all doomed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Jonesy who does it. Uh, don't panic. <laughs> Don't panic. 
has um has anyone been reading anything else at all or is there anything of note that uh, you want to recommend to anybody or recommend us mm. to read I know Nando you've been doing it daily so you're off the hook on this one <laughs> well I think you know in the past 20 Two twenty-three days. I've been recommending one every day, so <laughs> I think I'm alright. <laughs> I'll keep going for as long as I can. Yeah. Like I say, like I say, if you if you get to the point where you're like, right, I've not got anything to do, then it just takes one of us to step up and do our own. <laughs> but American Elf, that's uh, that's a big mm-hmm. that's a big recommendation for me. Kochalka. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really enjoying that. Love it. Yeah, just starkly honest and, you know, d- just kind of just gets on with it. It's great. There's, I think mm-hmm. there's one for almost every single day. You know I mean, it's he it, it doesn't tend to doesn't tend to miss one. I think there's only one or two in that in that first collection in that, in that ninety nine where he's missed like maybe a day or two due to working on something else. You know, but yeah, it's been. Uh, that's been really good, really, really good. I, I, I appreciate the kind of the hard work that goes behind it of keeping it up day to day, and the yeah. fact the fact that he's yeah. kept it up from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand twelve is uh, even more impressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is some work. Yeah, that is. Well, I added I added all the pages of the book up, and the books together, because at the time I I bought them. A digitally for just over a tenner um, mm. and it was f- over 5,000 pages for just over a tenner <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> like would you would you see that from a Marvel or a DC <laughs> no like here's the entirety of Captain America since he very first started like ten, £10. <laughs> it's not happening. Just unbelievable. Mental. Unbelievable. Dave, your, uh, your forehead's looking yeah. really good. My forehead, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I've moved the screen so that I can... Uh, uh, it's, it's because of the way the light's landing on the screen. Ah, I can okay. colour more effectively at this angle. Right, okay. But thanks for the compliment. That's okay. Appreciate that. No, that's all right. I'm getting to see the top shelf right there. It's great. Yeah, oh, what, you can you see? <laughs> can you see any... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top shelf. Oh, my God. I, uh, no, I can't, I can't, I can't... That's where he keeps the Vampirella comics. I can't make any out. What's the ones that are... I've got like... Druna up there. Ooh. Ah, I was going to say Druna, Milo Manara. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, she's up there. I've got a few of them. What's the Druna, uh, What's what's the ones that are lying flat on the very very top? Flat. Uh, Calvin and Hobbes, maybe. I'll check. Ah. I've got too many books, man. Oh, right up there. Yeah, yeah, right at the very very top. Okay. Yeah, I've got one thousand and one comics to read before you die. Ah. Paul Gravett's book. What yeah. uh, war, comic, war comics? And uh, hey, seeing seeing as I'm up here, I might as well. What's yourself? 
<laughs> what a way to see the death. <laughs> the chair's going, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Let's <us> see that. <laughs> I don't know if you can make that out. Oh, that's the yeah. leak of an extraordinary gentleman, isn't it? That's it is, yeah. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's it. The big two. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I like Mr. Hyde. I like Mr. Hyde in that. Yeah, that's it. That's it there. These are great. That's fantastic. Can't, can't believe Kevin O'Neill's. Mm. Can't believe Kevin O'Neill's given up as well. I know that surprised me. Yeah. I didn't know he was doing that. No, never right until it was announced. I thought he was going to go back and do martial law once he was finished with the league. Well, that's what I was hoping. I was just assuming that. So is this that is... every single League of Gentlemen story? Does that include all the special uh, issues as well? No, it's 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 the second series. It's all the War of the Worlds. It's the six issues of that in this big... And then the other book is the script. It's Alan Moore's script. Well, um, you can't really see that, can you? But it's like a facsimile. It's Alan Moore's script that he said to Kev O'Neill. <laughs> a book on itself. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I really enjoyed that, the the, uh, the first two volumes. The second one, that big dilemma which they had, which I'm not going to say because it might ruin it for anyone that hasn't read it yet. When he meets the, is it Dr. Morello? Monroe. Moreau. Moreau, yeah. I think you can tell, I, I usually read these names rather than hear them. <laughs> <laughs> they are very conversational, Alan Moore's script. Um, yeah. You've maybe heard that about him. Ooh. He, he kind of starts them off like a le- they're like letters to the artist. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this one is like, uh, starts here, page one, panel one. And, you know, like, you might get a script and it'll say, you know, street, you know, door, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He writes, OK, Kev, <laughs> we open up this next irreclaimable slice of our dwindling talents and vitalities with a nine-panel page. <laughs> That's his first sentence <laughs> before he starts describing it. It's good. Very good. Can you imagine the, the, the terror in the drawing a comic for Alan Moore, you know? Getting a script. <laughs> oh my God. I've got to draw this now. It would be a big um it would be a it would be a big challenge. It would be a big challenge. Imagine but... if you were sharing a studio with Jack Kirby and you had to try and match what he was doing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh my god, well, it would be a challenge, but it would also be amazing. It would be a great opportunity to do something really amazing. You'd have to up your game. If I, if I ever received a script in the mail from Alan Moore, I think I'd actually shit myself. <laughs> you know, return, return address. That's part of the process, yeah. <laughs> return address, Alan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, 
guys, before I, before it's I can... not a toxic smell anymore. Right? <laughs> it's not shitty smell. It's another smell. <laughs> um, here, guys, before I forget, I want to say a big, massive, uh, massive, massive thank you. Oh, you framed it. Uh, actually, so framed that was that was Lauren that did that. Nice. Yeah, looks good. So that's a cool. massive thank you, guys. It does something. Oh well. That's something that about made me shit myself when I got it as well. <laughs> <laughs> and believe it or not, that was actually from the return address because you left it on the doorstep, and I, I after wiping it down, and I picked it up, and went. That's right. And so I, I sort of looked at my curiosity got me, and I sort of went, "Where does this come from anyway?" Return address. Uh, it was like I think return address was like D Backderf or something like that, and I just went fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely standing there like, oh, get fucked, no way. <laughs> so, good. Very good. I'm going to have to go because my mum and dad are about to phone. Oh, okay. So yeah, no, worries. Speak. no worries, buddy. All that time. Uh, it's good to see you all, guys. Yeah. Good to hear you. Good to finally good actually to see chat. you near you. And let's let's uh, try this again, yes. if technology allows. <laughs> yes. Well, the, <clears throat> yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Hopefully, if technology yeah, if if technology allows, <clears throat> uh, we may uh, try a little live streaming session. Yes. Bye, right, guys. It's good to see you. Right. Have you to too. Go. You too, buddy. Send us any comments or questions or just to say hello. You can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thatcomicsmell. Share the podcast with your friends and followers. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube and most other places you find podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Our music is by Chart Smasher and this track is Dial Up. You can find Chart Smasher on Twitter at Joan Edam and you can buy the tracks on Bandcamp. Um, can you guys still, uh, Tom, can you still see Nando? Yeah, I can. Yes. <laughs> Ah, he's still there. <laughs> You're the worst spy ever. I can still see you. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Right, I've got I've got two of you now, so I don't know if, uh, if oh, anything's changed for David. Actually, yeah, Dave, can you see us now? I'll just check. Nope. Oh, well. <laughs>